Hello, and welcome to the Faith and More podcast. I firmly believe God works through people every day to help us. These people are selfless and so very humble. The majority of us don't even know they exist or existed. My name is Angel, and each podcast I will showcase one of these amazing people. Their stories will uplift, inspire, encourage, support, heal, and give you hope. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing? I so hope and pray you all are blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you so much for coming back. This week, I'm going to share with you a glimpse into the life of Thich Nhat Hanh. Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh is a global spiritual leader, poet, and a peace activist, renowned for his powerful teachings and best-selling writings on mindfulness and peace. He was once nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who called him an apostle of peace and nonviolence. Exiled from his native Vietnam for over four decades, Thich Nhat Hanh has been a pioneer bringing Buddhism and mindfulness to the West and establishing an engaged Buddhist community for the 21st century. Born in central Vietnam in 1926, Thich Nhat Hanh became a novice monk at the age of 16. As a young monk in the early 1950s, he was actively engaged in the movement to renew Vietnamese Buddhism. He was one of the first monks to study a secular subject at the University of Saigon and one of first six monks to ride a bicycle. When war came to Vietnam, monks and nuns were confronted with the question of whether to adhere to contemplative life and stay meditating in the monasteries or to help those around them suffering under the bombings and turmoil of war. Thich Nhat Hanh was one of those who chose to do both and in doing so founded the Engaged Buddhism Movement, coining the term in his book, Vietnam, Lotus in a Sea of Fire. His life has since been dedicated to the work of inner transformation for the benefit of individuals and society. In 1961, Thich Nhat Hanh traveled to the United States to teach comparative religion at Princeton University, and the following year went on to teach and research Buddhism at Columbia University. In Vietnam in the early 1960s, Thich Nhat Hanh founded the School of Youth and Social Service, a grassroots relief organization of 10,000 volunteers based on the Buddhist principles of nonviolence and compassionate action. As a scholar, teacher, and engaged activist in the 1960s, Thich Nhat Hanh also founded the Van Hanh Buddhist University in Saigon, La Boy Publishing House, and an influential peace activist magazine. In 1966, he established the Order of Interbeing, a new order based on the traditional Buddhist bodhisattva precepts. On May 1, 1966, at Tihu Temple, Thich Nhat Hanh received the lamp transmission from Master Chan Tat. However, a few months later, he traveled once more to the U.S. and Europe to make the case for peace and to call for an end to hostilities in Vietnam. It was during this 1966 trip that he first met Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who nominated him for a Nobel Peace Prize in 1967. As a result of this mission, both North and South Vietnam denied him the right to return to Vietnam, and he began a long exile for 39 years. 
Thich Nhat Hanh continued to travel widely, spreading the message of peace and brotherhood, lobbying Western leaders to end the Vietnam War, and leading the Buddhist delegation to Paris peace talks in 1969. He also continued to teach, lecture, and write on the art of mindfulness and living peace, and in the early 1970s was a lecturer and researcher in Buddhism at the University of Sorbonne, Paris, in 1975, he established the Sweet Potato Community near Paris, and in 1982, moved to a much larger site in the southwest France, soon to be known as Plum Village. Under Thich Nhat Hanh's spiritual leadership, Plum Village has grown from a small rural farmstead to what is now the West's largest and most active Buddhist monastery with over 200 resident monastics and over 10,000 visitors every year who come from around the world to learn the art of mindful living. Plum Village welcomes people from all ages, backgrounds, and faiths at retreats where they can learn practices such as walking meditation, sitting meditation, eating meditation, total relaxation, working meditation and stopping, smiling, and breathing mindfully. These are all ancient Buddhist practices, the essence of which Thich Nhat Hanh has distilled and developed to be easily and powerfully applied to the challenges and difficulties of our times. In the last 20 years, over 100,000 people have made a commitment to follow Thich Nhat Hanh's modernized code of universal global ethics in their daily life known as the five mindfulness trainings. He's also given talks to children in the Stillwater Meditation Hall in Upper Hamlet Plum Village. More recently, Thich Nhat Hanh has founded Wake Up, a worldwide movement of thousands of young people training in these practices of mindful living, and he has launched an international Wake Up School program training teachers to teach mindfulness in schools in Europe, America, and Asia. Thich Nhat Hanh is also an artist and his unique and popular works of calligraphy since 2010 have been exhibited in Hong Kong, Taiwan, Canada, Germany, France, and New York. In the last decade, Thich Nhat Hanh has opened monasteries in California, New York, Vietnam, Paris, Hong Kong, Thailand, Mississippi, and Australia, and Europe's first Institute of Applied Buddhism in Germany. Mindfulness practice centers in the Plum Village tradition offer special retreats for business people, teachers, families, healthcare professionals, psychotherapists, politicians, and young people, as well as war veterans and Israelis and Palestinians. It is estimated that over 75,000 people participate in activities led by Plum Village monks and nuns worldwide every year. In recent years, Thich Nhat Hanh led events for members of U.S. Congress and for parliamentarians in the U.K., Ireland, India, and Thailand. He has addressed the World Parliament of Religions in Melbourne and UNESCO in Paris, calling for specific steps to reverse the cycle of violence, war, and global warming. On his visit to the U.S. in 2013, he led a high-profile mindfulness event at Google, the World Bank, and Harvard School of Medicine. On November 11, 2014, a month after his 88th birthday and following several months of rapidly declining health, Thich Nhat Hanh suffered a severe stroke. Although he is still unable to speak and is mostly paralyzed on the right side, 
He has continued to offer the Dharma and inspiration through his peaceful, serene, and valiant presence. Thich Nhat Hanh currently resides at the very temple in Vietnam where he ordained with his teacher at the age of 16. He has expressed a wish to stay there for his remaining days. He comes out regularly in his wheelchair to visit the temple altars and to lead the Sangha on walking meditation around the ponds and ancestral stupas. His return to that temple has been a bell of mindfulness, reminding us all of how precious it is to belong to a spiritual lineage with deep roots. Whether we have attended a retreat or simply read one of his books or watched a talk and have been touched by his teachings, we are all connected to this ancestral stream of wisdom and compassion. All of that information was taken from the Plum Village website. Of course, links to everything I talk about in our podcast is in the show notes for each show. And I'm happy to report that as of the recording of this episode, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh is still alive. He's at the age of 94 now. I cannot recommend his teachings, guided meditations, in whatever format you enjoy most enough. Um, he's truly amazing. There I go with truly amazing in he is. He's truly amazing. And as I've said in all of our podcasts, and I always will say in our podcasts, that, you know, we all are suffering to various degrees and levels. And we all have stress, especially with the today's days and times that we live in. And his meditation practices are, bar none, some of the best and some of the easiest to follow. I know a lot of people are intimidated by meditation. Please don't allow it to, to intimidate you. The benefits of meditation are scientifically proven worldwide. It's, it's amazing. And just because he's Buddhist, don't let that throw you off by saying, well, I'm not that religion or I'm not that faith. Remember where we're at. We're on a podcast called Faith and More. So we're at the and more part. So um, you can learn from every religion, from every faith, and from Thich Nhat Hanh, you can really learn some incredible meditation, easy meditation that you can do any place, anywhere, that will help you with your day-to-day -day stress, and will also help you with your quality of life, and will also help you with your health. I myself have been meditating since a very early age as early as the age of eight years old. And I can't begin to explain or express how many times um, meditation has helped me in my life. I mean, even if you're Christian, Catholic, whatever faith, those faiths as well use meditation. And there's nothing wrong or nothing against you learning a meditation practice from, say, a Buddhist teacher, um, to incorporate that into your own faith. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing in the catechism of Catholic faith and nothing in Christianity that I'm aware of that says that you can't incorporate that um, because you're not worshiping anything other than your God that you believe in and connecting through meditation. When in doubt, one of the things I always do is look at the source. Where is the source of this information coming from? It's coming from Thich Nhat Hanh. And he is such a humble person to an extreme and such a compassionate and peaceful person. Um, 
Again, it's of pure motives and pure intention, so we can't go wrong. I know I'm sounding like I'm trying to sell something, and I'm not. I just know there are a lot of people that are quite rigid in their beliefs and their belief systems and won't deviate from left to right. And I'm trying to reassure everyone that he's safe. He's not going to corrupt you or anything like that. Um, There's nothing evil uh, in Buddhism uh, or anything like that. And you're not converting to Buddhism by using some of the practices. Remember, this man, this monk, this amazing person has taught meditation to literally thousands upon thousands of tens of thousands of people in his lifetime, um, whether it be from heads of state to just people off the street. Um, check out YouTube, put in search Thich Nhat Hanh meditation, and you'll see the videos that come up are such some of the most amazing guided meditation videos that you'll ever watch. And I guarantee you they will help you on so many levels. I will include links to a few of Thich Nhat Hanh's meditation uh, videos from YouTube in the show notes if you want to check those out. And if you find that you're still apprehensive, but you're interested in meditation, I did some meditation teachings years ago, and I have the audio of that on my other podcast, uh, which is the From the Heart podcast, and you can find that at anchor.fm slash fromangelsheart. I'll have a link to that as well in the show notes. But I urge you all, please give Thich Nhat Hanh a chance. Give him a try. Um, believe me, you will not regret it. He, You will be in so much awe of his peace and serenity. He is such a gentle being with such amazing energy. This week's song of the week just happens to be one of my favorite songs right now. It is called Peace Be Still by Hope Darst. And you can find a link to this song in the show notes. I'm always open to suggestions for the show, and you're always welcome to contact me. There's two ways you can do that. You can contact me through email at faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me through anchor.fm at anchor.fm slash faith dash and dash more. There's always links to these contacts in the description of each podcast. If you like the show, be sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you really like the show, please feel free to share it with your friends. Thank you all so very much for tuning in and listening. I'm so looking forward to seeing you all again. But until then, lots of love and blessings to each of you. 